0: And once again, we are back. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. <laughs> How are you, man? I'm feeling great. We got an exciting week this week.
1: Pretty exciting. You're right. <laughs> Definitely. We're talking about this week. We're talking about Peacemaker. to show. Um, it's a show that honestly it surprised. A lot of us, if I'm being honest, but um, uh, it, it came off of um, James Gunn's 2021 Suicide Squad. It's a spinoff, uh, a TV a TV show spinoff, um, to be exact. And I don't know what to say. <laughs> it was it was great. It was yeah. Great. What do you
0: have to say? Yeah, I mean. It was definitely a surprise for me. Um, I really liked the uh, the Suicide Squad, but I remember Mm -hmm. when they announced that they were doing Peacemaker. I was kind of I was talking a lot of trash about it. I got to admit, I mean, I was like, "Who's that? Who asked for this?" Because I mean, let's be honest, nobody asked for it. Um, You know, there's there's so many other characters that I thought deserved to be shown on TV or in a movie. That, right. You know, aren't getting that shine, but it is especially like...
1: from especially coming off of like especially coming off of um Suicide Squad. I mm-hmm. feel like there were a few other characters that well at the time that I heard that I heard they announced She's Maker as well. I was like, you couldn't you couldn't give a, a show to like polka dot man. Or even, like, King Shark. That would have been hard. <laughs> right? <laughs> or okay, yeah, King Shark show. But, yeah, no. Nah, um, we got Peacemaker. And a lot of people were complaining. So, like, you're not the only one. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah it, wasn't, it, wasn't even,
0: it wasn't even about, like, characters that are in the movie. I'm just saying from DC in general. I mean, first of all, we've been hearing about this Blue Beetle show forever that seems to never, like, it's never coming out um i'm wondering now yeah like I'm, i don't know when that's coming out so i'm like i'm like why can't we get anything with blue beetle why can't we get anything with green lantern why can't we get a freaking superman too? man of steel 2 i don't know what's going on why they don't want to use superman i mean i know they have the show the show running right now but mm-hmm. this just it just boggles my mind sometimes but Um, I mean, I guess it's just the power of Hollywood. You know, you have one of the biggest figures in there who just writes a show and he can get a greenlit because of his name, so. Right. And and that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, he's, he's, you know, probably one of the best filmmakers in mainstream Hollywood right now. Um, I mean, he's proved himself with Guardians of the Galaxy, proved himself again with The Suicide Squad, and then proved himself again with Peacemaker. I mean... Especially when it comes to these more obscure characters. Um he's he's really shown to be you know the man for the job. So shout you, out to James uh, Gunn, man.
1: Yeah, shout out to James Gunn for real. <laughs> um I was gonna <laughs> ask you just now, um do you prefer James Gunn's work in Marvel or in DC?
0: Mm, so far. I'm gonna have to say DC because I think I think DC at least with Peacemaker, it allows right. it allows more creative freedom. Whereas in the mm-hmm. MCU, it still kind of had to fit within that universe. And there's right. a lot more restrictions on what you exactly. can and can't do. But DC has allowed people to be to to have more creative freedom. And sometimes it's worked out well, sometimes it hasn't. But either way, right. like you give them, you give them that freedom instead of trying to stick to a certain formula. And to to Marvel's credit, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy was one that didn't really stick to any formula. So, I mean, at least compared to the rest of the MCU. So, yeah, I, I, um, I gotta say I like his his DC stuff better.
1: I agree with you. Uh, I was gonna say the same thing. I like James Gunn's work in DC. Working, um, DC. A lot better than Marvel, and I think it's because of the same reasons. I'm not. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to discredit anything that James Gunn did because he did do a good job. He did do a good job in Marvel with the restrictions that he that he had. So that was. So that's like. Uh, that, that's already saying a lot of him because Guardians of the Galaxy, um, at least the first one to me is definitely in the top ten. Um. Definitely. Of definitely. The, yeah and um but I just loved the the way he came in in DC and then just like switched the tone like entirely mm-hmm. you know like I I'd, I feel like he just introduced like a whole new uh, cinematography style uh, a whole like everything just felt like a lot a lot a lot looser you know what I mean but right. it was cool it was looser in a cool way. So I, I really like that about, about his style of, um, of directing. Right. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that he did a really good job in DC. Yeah, and I
0: will say this. I didn't like Guardians of the Galaxy 2 that much. But visually, that was that's one movie that you can say is a really good-looking movie from the MCU. I mean, most of them, right. you know, that's like one of my common complaints is that they all kind of just look drab and stale.
1: But Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was a gorgeous looking movie. It was. That's facts. Um, yeah, that is facts. And then I, I we kind of got like a lot of um like James Gunn does like to play with a lot of color. Mm-hmm. And you, you can kind of tell, especially um, yeah, in Guardians of the Galaxy in, in both of them, we got a lot of color in, in both mm-hmm. of those. Um and we did get a lot of color in Suicide Squad with, like, all the lights and everything. um, And, and we had Polka Dot Man. <laughs>
0: <Right>. and <laughs> was is, yeah, And, and right. Starro is a freaking giant purple thing. Purple yeah. and
1: blue or pink and blue thing. Like, I mean... it's a purple and blue starfish. Yeah. yeah, with the yellow eye. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, so... so James
1: Dunn definitely has, like, a, a, a very bright and unique uh directing style and and you can kind of see uh you can kind of see like you, you can tell his work um mm-hmm. just by watching so that's that's pretty cool yeah so
0: i was talking about trash about peacemaker and it <laughs> came out it it came out and I still wasn't gonna watch it until a bunch of people were telling me like, "Yo, it's good." Like, just watch. Oh and just yeah, watch I was it. telling you. Yeah, and you were, Yeah, you were one of them. But there was more. Like, you gotta hop on There was more people that were like, "Yo, you gotta watch Peacemaker." You got, I'm like, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And then I broke down. I, I started watching it. I watched the whole thing in like three days. I'm telling you, it was like <laughs> I'm, I kept watching episode after episode, and. It was just a blast from the beginning to the end. I mean, there's not, there's not a single dull moment. Like, there's nothing that's, you know, bad or boring. I mean, every character is written pretty well. I and mean, even just besides Peacemaker, I mean, everybody else in the show is pretty interesting too. Um. You know, the action was really good. It was funny. I mean, I really, I really just can't say enough. I mean, if I had to give you, like a score, I would probably say a nine out of ten, honestly. <laughs> wow. Like, like it was just it like, like it reminds me of of some like the boys because it's kind of like an adult show that's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. It's like got some comedy. I mean, it's it's different than the boys, but it's still kind of that. It, it's it's kind of in that same realm of like. An adult superhero show that doesn't really hold back from showing anything or you know, people are cursing and stuff like that. But yeah, like if I had to rate it, I would I would say nine out of ten. I mean, I really there's really nothing that I can say that I didn't like or was bad about it, you know.
1: Right. Um hmm. not honestly like nine out of ten is pretty accurate. I, I was gonna give it uh Maybe around the same. Like, I had... uh, Honestly, 9 out of 10 is is actually... Like, that's probably what I'll give it to, if I'm I'm being honest. Because it was never, like... Yeah, there there was never a dumb moment in the show for me. Um, I enjoyed all the characters and, like, the dynamic of everybody. Um, Mm -hmm. And I felt that the show was contained enough in itself where like it didn't it didn't go like it didn't give us it gave us just enough you know what I mean mm-hmm. like the show gave us just enough where like toward the end like we weren't worried about um if the show was gonna be able to tie it all in by mm-hmm. the end or not right we we were like uh it was almost like two finales all right so if, I, if I'm being honest by like by like episode seven like, how many episodes were there I eight, think eight, eight. yeah okay so by episode six right um I didn't really know uh, how they were gonna fit in the, um, the the end of the story arc with his dad and everything right but it was almost like the way they did it it was almost like we had like two, like two finales right mm-hmm. so we had we had the first finale with his dad and we had the second finale with with the um, caterpillar <laughs> with a cow I mean
0: yeah, yeah. That
1: was um that was real cool. Uh and like all the characters were so unique in like their own way. Mm-hmm. Um and I just thought that um everybody did their job and everybody delivered on what they had to do. So yeah, nine out of ten is good. <coughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I guess the first character I really got to give props to because besides Peacemaker and John Cena, I mean, he's the lead. Like, the show, because the show is is really about him. So, of course, John Cena really holds it down. I mean, he's hilarious. Um, (laughs) He's really coming
1: into his own as an actor, too. It's kind of cool to see. Yo, it's great to see. I was thinking the same, because I was like, yo, I'm watching this show, and I'm, like, forgetting that this man is John Cena, you know what I mean? Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Because I remember
0: when I used to watch WWE when I was, like, seven, and that was, like, when when John Cena was first becoming popular in WWE, and, like, to see him, like, really now be not as much in the WWE and be, like, a real movie star is, is cool, so... And it, and he's and, it's, and he's good too. It's not like he's like some big cornball or something, you know. That you he's, he really can't act. I mean, the WWE people are actors anyway, but he can like he can really act and do like you know real serious type movies. So yeah, it's cool to see. Like he he's great. Um, like he's totally believable as just like you know, kind of morally conflicted soldier assassin guy mm-hmm. with a funny outfit i mean it's really it's really perfect honestly this role is like perfect for him but yeah the first the first character i gotta i gotta really talk about is my guy vigilante i mean he was like the most <laughs> hilarious people it was like every time he was on the screen he was either saying or doing something funny like it was like every line coming out of his mouth like had me laughing
1: Yo, I'm not going to hold you. <laughs> the first time I, I, I saw video, I mean, the first time I heard video on screen, right, I was just like, yo, I don't know if this is the guy for the part, right? <laughs> but he well, he grew on me, like, quickly. All right, oh, oh, I was and like, before,
0: before we really, because I don't think we said anything, but I, I forgot to say it before.
1: Oh, spoiler we are uh, spoiling. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm we're spoiling everything. So from now on, I don't think we I don't think we said anything about the plot or anything like that, but yeah, we didn't say anything about the plot. All uh, right, yeah. So from now on, spoilers ahead. I will be saying every cameo, everything that happened to every character might get talked about. So if you didn't see it, this is your chance to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> all <laughs> right but, but go ahead
1: um no yeah visual entity, like at first at first when i uh when i saw his character i was just like yeah i don't know if um <laughs> excuse me I don't, I don't know if this is like the if this is like the best like portrayal of this character that um that i've seen mm-hmm. but then like you know he started like i think the second time that i saw him he grew on me like quick so it way- that he was in
0: was it like when he was first in the suit, or because I had a feeling he, he was vigilante when they showed that busboy guy? Like when they was first in a restaurant and the dude was like, kind of like harassing oh, yeah, him at when the he was table. There? Yeah, yeah, I was like, that's probably vigilante. So was it at that moment, or was it like
1: after that? Um, it was it was the first time that he showed up in the suit mm-hmm. when he was um. So all right, so I think I think. I started like vigilante episode three when when they have to take down the Senator
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and they have to take down the Senator and Peacemaker couldn't do it yeah, um, for some reason. So he was just, like, step aside <laughs> and, and he just started, he just started taking them all down. You know, that was so funny. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Like, he got it. He got it now. And then from then on out, like I would, like. yeah, mean, I was just fine with him being on screen. Um from now on, yeah. He was yeah, your favorite man. character?
0: Probably, yeah, besides like Peacemaker, yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> Vigilante is just hilarious. And it's cool to see too, it just shows you how James Gunn is good with these like you know, lesser known or scared characters, because Every time Vigilante showed up in something, he was kind of just like a generic dude who uses guns, you know. Like you right. know, he's he's like a a comic character because he wears the outfit, you know, that's mm-hmm. not just a standard soldier outfit. You know, he's got all, he's got like these blue bees drawn on him all over the place, but he's usually just shown as like a generic guy with a gun and a mask. I mean, nothing interesting about him. Cause I remember him and I think the Justice League cartoon, he might have cameoed in the justice league cartoon he was an arrow he Um, wasn't so he yeah he like pops up here and there but it's never anything memorable so and 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 this is the good thing about doing these more obscure characters is because they might not have the extensive comic history like someone like a batman or superman or spider-man to where they're they kind of have to be set in certain ways and you know the fan base is gonna attack you if you do a certain thing with them, so mm-hmm. it's like it allows you to have that freedom to kind of do your own thing and stay stay true to what you got, but mm-hmm. but you can kind of you know play with it a little bit and <clears throat> um it's the same thing like with the Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean nobody nobody really knew them unless you were like really into comics or you know like a peacemaker I mean the guy barely even showed up in comics you know yeah he's really just like a like a you know like a nobody type character like one of those characters that was dead in the water I mean they probably are doing comics with him now because of the popularity of of the movie in the show but you know he's not someone that's a staple of of the comics so it really just lets you you know have that freedom like I said and and I think I think since we're seeing stuff like this, it's gonna allow more. You know, right. Um, Cause mm-hmm. we're even, I mean, we're even seeing this kind of stuff with other superheroes that are non-Marvel in DC, like you know, the boys, Invincible. Um, now we're uh-huh. seeing the Mark Miller stuff, you know, being made for Netflix. Um, so yeah, it's just it's just cool to see like when a when a project has a success like this, and it's not only right. not only is it like commercial success, but it's actually good, you know, because there's a difference. Right, there's a difference. There's, there's a difference between different. commercial success and I don't even know what to say, like artistic success or whatever. <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah. But but you know what I'm saying? Because there's plenty of garbage movies that come out and a bunch of people go see it, but it's not always where a movie is very popular and is good at the same time. A lot of times, good stuff kind of gets overlooked, and it's mm-hmm. sad.
1: You know, just because. It, kinda... Go what, ahead. What you said though is kind of is kind of true though. Uh, like you give somebody like James Gunn an opportunity to to um to show how like you know uh there are more characters in these universes that actually mm-hmm. need time that are actually cool. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you get the right director to make them cool, to make them cool or or just sh- not make them cool, but to show how cool they are.
0: Right? Exactly.
1: Th- then it's like you can you can expand your universes at like a more rapid pace. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will so- say this.
0: James Gunn made Peacemaker cool because, first of all, if, if you <laughs> show anybody a picture of him from the comics, right, they're going to yeah. say, and you asked them, do you want a movie with this guy? They're gonna say hell no. Cause look at his stupid outfit. <laughs> but he but he made Yo, it
1: cool. He did make it cool. There's gonna
0: be people dressed up like Peacemaker this
1: Halloween watch. I know that's crazy. <laughs> with that helmet.
0: Yep. That <laughs> freaking toilet bowl helmet.
1: Yeah, that helmet, bro. <laughs> no, <Nah>, but <laughs> no, nah, but Peacemaker, um uh it it showed how like if you have the right if you have the right like artistic direction and the right director behind it, you can like you can you can really like show how cool the character is. Like that's why I'm um I'm so excited to see what's going on with Moon Knight. Because Moon Knight is a brand new character mm-hmm. in um in, in the in the MCU. We're gonna be a brand new character in the MCU. So I'm excited to see how um what they do with him. And plus, like, his story is so unique. It's something that we haven't seen. Uh, something that we haven't seen so far in the in the MCU. So something brand new like that is is more of what. And, and you know another thing is like I think, I think the success of Suicide Squad, and um. And and Peacemaker is what is what DC needed to be honest.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If I'm being honest, because. Um, I feel like I feel like the um, I feel like the DC EU should have expanded further by now. It should have been should have been further expanded by now. You know what I should've. mean? Should have.
0: Because like I said,
1: yeah.
0: We should have got Man of Steel 2 by now, first of all. Right. There was that new Gods movie that was in development and got canceled. And I don't know why. I don't know what happened with that. I mean, mm-hmm. there's just so DC to me, to me. DC is a more interesting world than Marvel. I like DC world better. Right. I will say this, Marvel. The problem with Marvel is that we haven't really got the uh, the mutant side of it, because I mm-hmm. think that's the that's the most interesting part of of Marvel. Because I because I don't because you know when we were kids, there was no Avengers. It was all about the X Men. Yeah, it was all about the X Men. Right. And and I think to this day, the the number one selling comic is an X Men comic. Cause, so, you know there was there was no Avengers cartoon all the cartoons that were coming out were X-Men cartoons that were team ups yeah there was mm-hmm. a few Marvel characters that got cartoons but it was all X-Men and even Fantastic Four was more popular than Avengers that's why we right. got two movies of them before the Avengers came out.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> so I know, think it, we got I think we got three. I think it, it was we two. Got, it was it was the two Fantastic Four and then it was the it was the Fantastic Four that, that nobody speaks of.
0: Well, because that was that what that was already twenty fifteen I think so. That
1: was twenty fifteen. Okay, okay. Yeah, so right. like
0: the MCU was already kind of in full swing, but right. Yeah, it was all about when it came to the Marvel team ups. It was all about X Men and then Fantastic Four and Spider Man. It wasn't no Avengers, like Hulk. See the funny part about it was Hulk by himself was more popular than the Avengers. <laughs> right. And that's again, that's why we got Hulk, two Hulk movies. And then there was the TV show from like the <laughs> 80s. So yeah. you know, but like I said, you know, going back to the other thing, like I like I just I just feel like DC is just this rich world. Um, I'm ready for somebody like a Constantine to get more popular i mean he's got a few animated stuff he appeared in the arrowverse but i right. want i want i want people to really like tap in like you know somebody like constantine you know, blue beetle new gods mm-hmm. um because especially especially the new gods because i think they're i think dark side is better than thanos um i think there's a really interesting thing going on there with apocalypse and all that so it's really sad What's it to called? see.
1: i I think DC villains are are a lot better than Marvel villains anyway.
0: Oh, definitely. Generally, yeah, yeah, DC's villains are better. But the thing, but but again, Marvel, is kind of sad in Marvel because we haven't got Fantastic Four yet. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people haven't really gotten to see Doctor Doom in in full force.
1: Right, right. He
0: hasn't even really been in the animated stuff like recently. Mm -hmm. in recent he's in a lot of the cheesy old cartoons from like the 60s but he hasn't even really been done right in animation yet so unless you're like a real comic fan you you don't even really understand Dr. Doom um I mean I remember my first real introduction to Dr. Doom was in the uh the the Ultimate Alliance game so oh right (laughs) right right it's like like Marvel, because Marvel, a lot of Marvel's interesting people are still on the table, right? As far, as, far as movies go, so. Mm-hmm. But but overall, like even disregarding movies, just everything, um. I like DC's villains better too.
1: Yeah, the, yeah you're right. Overall, like DC, I feel like I feel like the heroes have better have have better counterparts as villains.
0: Mm-hmm. Um
1: all of the heroes so like it 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 just makes those story arcs so much more interesting especially in in the comics like i i grew up like reading a, a bit of comics um and i always enjoyed like green lantern comics were like my favorite when i was growing up uh especially like the the the, especially like the the blackest night story arc uh, that was you like know, i still that, gotta that read I, that i
0: want to read that yeah
1: was like the I know it's that, I know like, it's
0: like the beginner of Green Lantern comics, but still, it yeah. looks like it's so no good. no no,
1: it, it is it is really good. It, it's it's such a good story. So, um, yeah, just just based just based off that one uh, that one comic alone, um, compared to like, I can compare that to like the Spider-Man comics that like I I always read in um in Marvel. And, like, Green Lantern, like, isn't really everybody's favorite hero either. Mm-hmm. So, but but just he's by an- the way. He's another
0: one that should be, that should have gotten more movie attention. Right. So. And he's another I, one who has a show that's supposedly in development, but I haven't heard anything.
1: Yeah. I I just feel like DC, um, I don't know if they're working hard enough. Uh, or I don't know if they're structured well enough. <laughs> to see something like this out. Cause I I think that they're trying to make it they're trying hard to build the universe, but I feel like I'm not trying hard enough is what, what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm.
0: But you know what too? I also don't think they necessarily have to build a universe. I mean they could just they really should just focus on making making their stuff and then you know maybe throwing a few Easter eggs here and there having small connections. Like it doesn't have to be this interwoven overarching plot between all the movies and shows you know what i'm saying right like Like i'm like something like 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 really did
1: it right like i'm looking for more of like a phase one marvel where like they didn't really know where it was going yet right right so they were just making movies right
0: like just make your stuff and and dc I, I remember they like announced this thing they're doing. They were gonna do like the universe, and then also have a line of movies that were kind of one-offs. Mm-hmm. So, but this is what they should do. Like for instance, they did Joker. They don't worry about connecting to anything else. They're doing the Batman. they not worried about connecting. Just make a movie, and then, you know, you see where it goes. Just fo- first of all, just m- focus on making a good movie or show first, and don't really worry about the connections. That's really. All I care about, because everybody kind of get into this thing where everything has got to be a universe. Everything doesn't have to be a universe to be yeah, successful. Yeah, everything doesn't have
1: to be universe. <laughs> some, some, yeah,
0: sometimes you gotta stay in your own lane. It's like it's so it's kind of annoying because it's because you see something and then it just becomes a trend and then you see right. everybody has to copy. Like for instance, that's like what happened with X Men. First of all, they did the trilogy back in you know two thousand. And then when Marvel takes off, then they say, Oh, now we gotta do our X-Men, and then we have to make it all connected. And that's why that's why the timeline is so confusing. It's impossible. Mm -hmm. I remember I was I was I was in high school or maybe a little before, and I'm thinking to myself, no, it was like high school. I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, these movies happened before, but this happened at this time and I ended up watching an hour-long breakdown of the X-Men movie timeline because of how ridiculous it is. <laughs> like, first of all, the best movie in the whole universe is Logan. And that's because guess what? It doesn't even worry about a timeline. It's just right, they right. just make their movie. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Logan was the best movie. Honestly. Yeah, like
0: just make your just make your movie and don't even worry about. All that other stuff. Just throw some small Easter eggs here and there, small connection. Like that's fine. Like I really just to want continue, to
1: s- see something good. To continue on that point, I, I feel like the second best movie in that in that universe is um is is the first Deadpool. If I'm being honest, All right? And see, and I was, and I wasn't even see,
0: and just now I wasn't even thinking of Deadpool, and it's crazy because the Deadpool is in that universe
1: yeah but like but the first Deadpool is so disconnected it's right it's it like didn't so have any of that
0: it had yeah. it had freaking Colossus and it's Colossus. funny because they just had a new <laughs> Colossus like they just yeah. made a new Colossus he's just completely disregarded the uh the one from the from the old X-Men trilogy in mm-hmm. I don't I barely remember that trilogy but if I remember correctly, that guy didn't even have a Russian accent. If I remember correctly.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I don't think he did either.
0: <laughs> I'm like, so Colossus wasn't even Russian. And it's funny because I started, uh, like, like, a few years ago, I was watching the, the X-Men 90s cartoon. And mm-hmm. Colossus in there is, like, Russian. And it, and he it was kind of, like, confused. I'm like, wait, is this guy supposed to be Russian or is he not? Because <laughs> the movies, he's not. Than the cartoony is, but yeah, he's supposed to be rushing and it was yeah, that was that was, but that was good by Deadpool though, and then and it was also funny in Deadpool too had like every X Men member appear in it.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, in that in that, and that short little scene. cameo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, let's get let's get back to Peacemaker.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know we went probably crazy probably. off topic.
1: Yeah,
0: it is what no, it, it cool. is. Yeah.
1: we're talking that talk,
0: man. well yeah um we did talk about vigilante so next next one i gotta talk about is you probably already know where i'm going is judo master i mean yeah judo master dude is (laughs) hilarious
1: yeah he was so funny bro
0: and you know what i like like too i like how they how he was like really tiny but he was still whooping everybody behind
1: yo and like the way the way he was moving too was like kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Like so, um, I think episode three, right, was one of my favorite episodes. Uh, because because episode three, like I, I really started to enjoy uh visual anti as as like a supporting character and everything, right? And um, I, I enjoyed judo master's introduction. <laughs> i thought i thought that i thought that his introduction was, was hilarious especially with um the addition of the cheetos right mm-hmm. and then and then me not knowing yet that that was going to be an ongoing joke of him always eating chips because <laughs> that was that was one of the funniest parts of the show like mm-hmm. every time he would appear uh he'll be eating chips and um uh Judo Master, his his position on the show, like after episode three, was kind of weird, because I didn't really know. Um, he didn't really like regroup with uh, with golf, after mm-hmm. um, after they left the, the senator's house, mm-hmm. so I I didn't really know what his purpose was in the show. That was like. He was kind of one of the only characters that I was really confused about, but anytime he was on the screen, it was just it was just hilarious.
0: Mm-hmm. Still, yeah, everything about um, him from like his outfit and everything. His outfit was just so funny. Yeah, his outfit. Yeah, and that's the <laughs> other thing too. I don't know if we talked about this before, but you can make you can have people wear comic accurate costumes. And and we're seeing right. that better nowadays, but I remember when these superhero movies were first coming out, and oh my goodness, it was like they just refused to make anybody look like their comic counterpart. Now I understand some are just impossible. Like for instance, right. a vulture from Spider-Man or Electro. I mean, those comic costumes are just so ridiculous, but mm-hmm. the X-Men. Never wanted to put them in their actual costume. I mean, it's not like they're wearing crazy colors, they're wearing navy blue for crying out loud.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like, why are they why do they just put them in generic black leather outfits? I mean, put them in <laughs> their normal costume. I mean, I don't understand,
1: but it wasn't until we didn't really get that until like X-Men first class, that era, that we started to see the yellow
0: still, we didn't really get to see it that much. Yeah, it they didn't that put them right. in their outfits till Dark Phoenix, and I'm not watching that movie. <laughs> I'm never watching it. Did you watch you it? Did not see
1: Dark Phoenix? No, I I'm, see it, actually. I'm
0: never watching it. Never.
1: I. One thing about one, the only thing I'm gonna say about that movie is that it wasn't finished, and I've never, never seen was. a movie. Bro, I've never seen a movie on screen that wasn't finished. Uh, the way Dark Phoenix wasn't. wasn't I've never. I was like watching it. And the sad like, part let's...
0: about it is they got so many superstars that are that are in the movie, and they all probably just didn't want to be there.
1: Yo, I was like, I was sitting there like, yo, this movie needed like at least at least another month to patch this, to patch that. They needed to patch so much. I was like, this movie needed to be needed at least another month. And on top of that, like, like the story wasn't even um all that. I I think what they were trying to do. I think with this new, um, uh, this like second wave of X-Men movies that they that they made, they were trying to fit in too much story mm-hmm. um, in a short amount of time. Um, they're trying to fit in too much story in a short amount of time. Honestly, I, I, I think that we could have done without the Apocalypse movie. And it, it could have just been something else. Because we because we really haven't gotten like, I, the one thing the one thing that we that I, I know like all X Men fan, fans really want is is a movie um in in the post apocalyptic world with the Sentinels.
0: Oh yeah, I know. We kind of got that with Days of Future Past, but not really.
1: But that was like, we only got like a five minute
0: yeah,
1: a five minute thing, <laughs> yeah. and then and then the rest the rest of it was just like the the moments leading up to that. Yeah. So it wasn't even, it wasn't even like, you know.
0: Hey, but that that's Fox. Every Everything Fox has done has been an overall failure. They're Fantastic yeah. Four, terrible X-Men Man, come on, universe. Fox. I mean, the X-Men movies overall weren't a failure. I mean, they had good ones, they had bad ones, but like yeah, as far had... as trying to make a universe, terrible. They should have just did a straight up reboot when they did the new ones instead of connecting it to the old ones.
1: yeah. The way they connected it was kind of hard though. I I, I did like that. Um, I I, don't know, I liked man. it, but like <laughs> it wasn't
0: it, to me. It wasn't believable because first of all, they had movies that were like a decade apart, right? And the actors mm-hmm. obviously they didn't even like age them. So it's and then Dark Phoenix happens in like the 90s, but by the year 2000, freaking Whatchamacallit? call it? What's the uh, what's the dude that played uh, Professor X? The young guy is supposed to look like Patrick Stewart in, like, five years.
1: Oh, Patrick Stewart? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. But, like, the young version of him is supposed to look like Patrick Stewart in, like, a few years. Like, it's it's just oh. ridiculous. It's not believable. Yeah,
1: no, yeah. It's not
0: believable. Just, like, just be honest. And I love Days of Future Past. I like First Class. But, you know, as a movie, but I'm saying as a new
1: verse, it just, it just doesn't work for me. First Class is one of my favorites, though. Um yeah. I thought the story I I thought the story of first class was like one of the best stories that that they told um in X-Men. Yeah. And and from then on, like I I I I I had real high hopes for the franchise like after after that movie. Mm -hmm. Um, But Apocalypse ended up being trash. Yo, Apocalypse, I, I hated apocalypse.
0: I hated terrible. Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, that was that was trash. But yeah, going back to uh, to Peacemaker, Judo Master, Judo Master's costume was just was hilarious. I like every time I looked at him, that stupid mask, that stupid like rubber <laughs> mask was just killing
1: me. Yeah, <laughs> let's talk about um, let's talk about the title sequence. <laughs> oh yeah, because like I know talking to people, like some people were just like. Like some people that I spoke to about it were just like, "Yo, I skipped over that every single time." Oh, I did not I skip that like, once. Oh. Yo, I didn't skip it once either. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yo, this is like it was so it's funny." It's kind of pain. Yeah, it was funny, but it was kind of painful at the same time. But then I, I, I just couldn't, I just couldn't get myself to skip over it. Man, that's funny. It was just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love how it was and just like, that, like everybody in the.
0: uh it was like every in character itself. was was in the yeah, it was doing the dance and, and like based on the, the dance, you couldn't tell if someone was like a villain or a hero. Like right. it was just like it was just like all of them were just kind of random people doing a dance. Cause you so know, like, how, you know how you could when you're watching a show when there's like a theme and you could just tell when someone is the villain. Yeah. Like that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's like like there, it was just so funny. It kind of just like disregarded the whole show and just had them do a dance.
1: I couldn't tell that Judo Master wasn't even on their side, because this man was on this man was on uh, John Cena's shoulders. Yeah, yeah. How the Yeah, I was so funny. And then um, what's it called? Oh yeah, everybody was there except for except for like, I mean, Amanda Waller was barely in the show, but yeah, uh, yeah.
0: And they yeah. weren't getting, they weren't getting. Uh, what's her name? Viola Davis to do that dance. Oh, There's,
1: yeah, no Davis, yeah. There's no way. There's no way in hell she was doing that dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Even Peacemaker's dad was in there. Yeah. Yo, Peacemaker's dad honestly was like. His dad was like really interesting to me. I. I didn't really know like what uh I didn't really know like what he was up to um mm-hmm. when when we first met the character. Like I thought he was just like a, a grumpy like old man, right? And mm-hmm. then um Yo, in the a first spooky, episode complete racist. Yo, <laughs> old <right>? super villain. <laughs> Honestly, the fir- the first episode was like one of my favorites. Um because like I, I just like everything that I was seeing in the first episode was just like shocking to me. Right. So well not shocking, but like it was kind of it was kinda like it was kind of cool to see. Like especially when um <laughs> he was like um did you take eagly out? Right. And he was like, Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> he was like a And then it was like it was actual eagle. And I was like, What? Yeah, and then um on top of that when when his dad brought him to the uh, the um the lab and the room mm-hmm. just expanded I was like whoa what's this it was it was a lot of things it was a lot of things that I, I saw earlier early on in the show that I really wanted them to like expand on a bit um a bit more and but yeah that's why I, I think episode one was so was so um interesting to me and right. the way it ended the way it ended too um with him actually using the helmet like that was so shocking to me because mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out like okay so which helmet did he have on when when he went to uh on the suicide squad mission you know what I mean yeah 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 Peacemaker's
0: dad was something I mean he was just he was just racist at every chance he got yeah like I <laughs> Just the stuff that he was saying to people, stuff that he was saying to uh, the Asian detective pop
1: detective song. Yeah, yo, know, the stuff he was
0: saying to her was just crazy, and it was that was the other thing too. It's like nowadays you don't really expect a show to be like that, to to show a guy being racist. Like a lot of times they'll show a guy being racist. But it'll be in, like, a historical thing. Like, it'll be something that's set during slavery time, and they'll have a guy say the N-word. But it's like, bro, that's during slavery time. A lot of times nowadays, they don't show people being racist nowadays. Right. Actually saying racist stuff. Like, they'll allude to it. They might, like, have a guy that's racist, but then they'll, like, he'll never really say or do nothing racist, but they'll, like, go into his, you know, I don't know, go into his house and search his stuff, and they'll find that he's, like secretly a part of some group or something like no this dude was just straight up if you was black he was gonna say something if you was asian he was gonna say something to you in your face right like, it didn't matter who you was like and that was like the shocking part of it and it was just it was just so crazy Like, and it's kind of weird saying that he was like a highlight of the show because he's such a bad person but that's kind of why though is because he is bad sometimes you need a villain to really just be a bad villain. You know what I'm saying?
1: Right. And like I probably said that before.
0: Like, yeah, like sometimes you just need a villain that's just bad. Not every right. villain has to be a villain that makes a point. I mean, those those usually are the best kind of villains. A villain that you can kind of, like, if you really break down what they're trying to say, you're kind of like, oh, he's kind of right. But he's just going about it the wrong way. But sometimes mm-hmm. you just need a guy that's just a straight up killer, bad yeah. name, and he was really that he
1: was um i i was wondering at first like do you think do you think he was peacemaker like when he was younger or or do you think that he just made uh um like he just made all that stuff for for chris
0: he just made it for chris he he was the white dragon when he was younger still Oh, okay. he's was, okay. he was always, he going was, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: because that's um, why that's why when he showed up in the jail and then everybody was like automatically following him because he already had that reputation, probably from decades ago, of him right. being like a you know like a racist like superhero super group or whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. His his character was definitely um. Was definitely one of the more interesting ones, and I like I like the way they um, they they showed the suit in action. His mm-hmm. suit, his suit was kind of hard. Like I'm not I'm not gonna lie, his, his suit his suit was kind of hard. Other other than the fact that he was like a he was literally like a clan a clan leader. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah I know right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, um, but um. You know, another one of my favorite characters in the show um <laughs> was was a Because like if you think about it, he was always like the one that like saved them in every single situation.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he right?
1: was. So it was like the first time, uh the first time it was him that, that hit you Master with the with the truck, mm-hmm. right? And then tied him up. You know and then and then you know um, the next time they went on the mission and he stayed in the back and they all got um, <laughs> attacked by that gorilla.
0: No, first of all, first of all, that gorilla looked really good. I was like, I was like, no way they're really gonna do a whole CGI gorilla in this show, and they did it.
1: Yeah, and it looked it good look too. Good. It did look good. Yeah, <laughs> I thought so at first, right? I thought that uh, on the gorilla was grod.
0: Yeah, I was thinking that too, but I was like, nah, nah, they're not gonna, they're not gonna do grod. Yeah,
1: because you had to
0: remember the butterflies could take control over any. Like, yeah. Like, like as long as In it was with it was, a, so, the brain. Yeah, so it could have took control over a dog you know, or any type of animal.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. And then, like, finally, like they they sent. They send the animals into the uh, into the barn to to kill the cow, mm-hmm. which was so funny by the way. That was hilarious. Nah, he was he was def- he was he was mad
0: funny. Like he was another one where it was like almost everything that he did was funny. And like, that whole dye thing was funny. Mm-hmm. Um. But I got I also got to see since we're going through. I got to talk about um the funniest to me besides like. Vigilante was out of bio because there was one part, and it might not like a lot of people might not agree with me, but this was like probably one of the funniest jokes I've seen in a show. And it was just it was just like everything worked perfect. Like the look on her face, just what it was. Um, it was that same mission where they ended up uh killing the gorilla. And it's Adebayo and Peacemaker are like kind of going through the building and they're shooting people, right? And Peacemaker mm-hmm. will shoot a guy, and he'll be dead. And then Adebayo shot the dead body. She did it like <laughs> twice. Like that show I... had me crying. Yeah, because I was like, I was like, yo, what is she doing? It was just, it was just so innocent, like the way the way she looked while she was doing it. Because like he'll shoot a guy yeah. dead, and then she'll just shoot him. <laughs> Like I don't know that 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 to me was like one of the funniest jokes in the show that I could remember. Um, and he was like, you know, you don't have to shoot the dead body.
1: She's like, oh. <laughs> it was like, like that, a whole of. Like that bunch to like, me
0: was one of the funniest moments in the show.
1: That's like, uh, that's like something that like um, I feel like James Gunn is so good at he he's so good at mm-hmm. like the subtle jokes. hmm In the shows, um. Because There was some like a bunch of stuff that was just happening in the show that was just so funny. Like, it was just like, what the heck? Like, in the last episode, right? Um, because <laughs> we gotta talk about that finale, that finale was actually so good. Um, but like, in the last episode, yeah, but
0: yeah, like before we talk about the finale, I want to ask you, how do you feel about the villain overall, butterflies, and like the concept? So,
1: so- all right, so it's one thing. Um, one of the things, right, that, like, I kind of have a problem with, whenever you have, like, a team-up, uh, whenever you have, like, a, a team-up movie or a team-up show, mm-hmm. right, is that it always turns out to be the team – versus some kind of army. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's never it's never like the team versus like a boss level uh villain. Does that make sense?
0: Mhm.
1: So it's like it's like it's always it's always that like it's always two teams going up against each other and then we never really know much about the villain side of the team except for that the fact that he has an army. So it's like in the first Avengers, right? You had the Zatari, mm-hmm. um, Loki brought the Zatari, right? Then in the second, in the second Avengers, Ultron had all the Ultron bots, right? And then in the third Avengers, it was pretty much the same thing as the first Avengers, um, except the main, except like it was more focused on how Thanos was trying to get the um, the Infinity Gauntlet back from from uh, Iron Man or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, And then...
0: But I will say this, at least Infinity War did have a bunch of heroes going
1: against Thanos. Right. Right. That's true. But what I'm saying is, like, in the background, right, in the background, like, you have something... um, Like, in the background, you have um, like Thanos' army versus like, the the army of, like, all the sorcerers. Right, no,
0: what you're saying is true, like, for the most part.
1: Right. So <laughs> then, and then it's like, it's like, they kind of do the same. So, all right, so what I was kind of going to say is, like, I feel like the concept was kind of the same as, like, the, the finale of the Suicide Squad. Because you have, like, um, you have, like, in the Suicide Squad, you have Starro, right? And then you have all the extensions of Starro. Um, that that Turned into his army, and, and that's how that's how he was fighting the Suzai right. Squad, right? Right. And then in this one, you have the cow. Where well it was different this time because the cow was pretty much like defenseless, right? The the cow was defenseless on on its own. And then you have um but you have all the butterflies that were fighting for the cow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanna say that uh to answer your question, um golf, I I feel like golf golf was kind of interesting, especially toward the end. But then like <laughs> it was funny when um it was it was funny when like um uh when he was trying to convince Peacemaker that like, you know. I, I, he was doing this for a reason and then, and then peacemaker just kills um the detective song's body so uh i think I think golf was a pretty cool villain. I'm not gonna lie yeah i thought i thought the concept no you know what though like I always do like the concept of of stories whenever like you can't tell who um who is, like, under mind control or not. Mm-hmm. Um, those, those stories are always pretty interesting. Like, um... What's a good example? Uh, good example. I have a great example. I, I found out what the show is called. Oh. Did you watch The 100? No, I didn't. Yo. All right, so The 100, right? I, I'm not going to spoil it for you. But The 100, um season two is either season two or season three had a similar story arc to where you have like a bunch of people that are um are, are becoming mind controlled mm-hmm. and like becoming like uh mindless in a way and uh turned into like an army for uh like just ai in 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 one hundred. So the AI in this case would be like the cow um, in in Peacemaker. And I always find those so interesting. I always find those stories so interesting whenever it's like you're the, like the people that you're fighting aren't, aren't the villain at all, but it is who's controlling them, which is like the, which is like the tricky part about it. Cause like you can't really you can't really get much information from the people that you're actually that you're actually fighting it. You have to get um, all the information is, is from the, is from like the the source. Um, what do you think about the villain though?
0: Yeah, I think the villain was solid. I mean, it was it was kind of like what I said before. Um, it was the kind of villain that was kind of right if you're really looking at what they're doing. I mean, there are people that had to leave their planet because it became un, uninhabitable, but they were just trying to, you know, make a life for themselves on Earth. But I mean, they had to be taken out because they were really just killing people. So, you know, and taking over their bodies. So I mean right. they they had to get taken out. And it was I and, and it was a nice contrast between, like I said, how uh how uh, Augie Smith, uh, Peacemaker's dad, was just a straight-up bad guy. I mean, there's, like, there's no redeeming qualities about him at all. So...
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was like you had the one villain that was the one that you can kind of sympathize with and the one that was just like, no, you you know, if you get killed, nobody's even going to care. So...
1: <laughs> the, the thing that I found most interesting about it is that, like, is that, like... They made it so, they kind of made it so like, you couldn't really tell what side was right in, in that sense, because you still have, you still have Mern, right? Right. Uh, the leader of the group, right? And Mern was talking about how um, he felt so bad to have taken over the, uh, his, his host, right? Right, right. He felt right. so bad to have taken over his host because now... He has, all, um, he has all his memories and he has all his pain and everything. And, and he was talking about how like it, it's really a lot um, and he doesn't think it's right that the butterflies are, are doing this to, to humans right. and everything. Um, so that was really interesting as well because it's like, Myrna was really on our side the whole time and and like we couldn't really tell and and even when um, all found out, and we all found out, um, I didn't really know what it meant. I didn't know what it meant at first because it was right at the end of the episode. Episode uh, mm-hmm. it was. It was. I think it was episode five or something like that. I didn't really know what it meant. But then once we got the explanation, we were like, "Oh, okay." And then it was kind of at the same time that we met golf, really. So it was kind of it was kind of cool to get those two different sides of um of what was really going on. And then and then to figure out that Merton was really on our side the whole time. Um what I was gonna say before though <laughs> about about Economos, uh it was during the last episode, but um what was funny about him and it was just so random was that like he had just gotten back from blowing up the cow right um, and everybody went in except for him and then when Harcourt needed help this man tried to hop the fence and his leg just broke <laughs> yeah that was that funny too <laughs> his leg just broke and he was like what so like at this point like everybody's falling apart right everybody's falling apart and we didn't know what was going on honestly i, I thought hardcore was dead i thought i thought hardcore was, was dead because um <laughs> i feel like she just took too much fire and um
0: i knew they weren't going to kill her
1: i kind of like, I, I there was a point in time where like i wasn't really I wasn't really sure like I was like you know what it could really go either way at this point Mm -hmm. yeah um because like I knew they weren't gonna kill uh vigilante I knew they weren't gonna kill vigilante and then um after he got shot I was just like okay like he's probably just gonna get shot and that's it um but hardcore like she was in bad shape so I was like okay you know what I I think I think it's over I think it's over for her um what do you think of like the way they wrapped the way they wrapped up the season though?
0: Yeah, I think it was cool. I mean, it pretty much tied every loose end from the from the season. Like, I think I think it, it was good too because they didn't really know if they were going to get a season two. So I think if that was it, like I w- I'm I'm perfectly fine with the way it ended. Like, if that was if that was the end and we never got another season of Peacemaker right so yeah that, that's I like think the ending was fine i
1: i like when i like when shows end like that like I, yeah. I i prefer i prefer a show to to end each season right and then like um just start a new story like the next time you get them on screen the cast on screen you know what i mean mm-hmm. like like just make it a new mission like, it doesn't it doesn't have to be the mission doesn't necessarily have to continue from the last episode of the first season. I, I'd rather them just close it out. Right. Yeah. You know,
0: the worst is when it ends on a cliffhanger and then the show gets canceled. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> right. the worst. Because now you're no, never you remember, gonna finish that.
1: Do you remember um one show that I think ended on a cliffhanger that I was so like upset about? when i was when i was very young um you remember that show on MTV called um, called death valley no you remember that show no. all right so it was, it was about it was about like these cops in, in la right um and and the cops uh like la was infested with vampires werewolves and zombies right and it was a special unit of cops that um that took care of that i took care of them and then uh i think i think like the season ended with with like the the station blowing up and then one of the cops getting really hurt and then um we never really we, the show never got renewed so it was just over from there there but it was actually a really funny show
0: <laughs> no, that was worst. one of the worst Yo, the worst cliffhanger I've ever seen. Man, what's the worst cliffhanger I've ever seen? Bro, when I tell you. All right, so I watched the, uh, the Silver Surfer cartoon from the 90s. Like, a few months ago. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Bro, the cliffhanger <laughs> was the craziest cliffhanger ever. Like, the way it felt. It felt like a mid-episode type ending. Cause like it was crazy. It was it was like, okay, you know how when you're watching a TV episode and then something bad will happen. Like maybe they'll show a character like fall off a cliff or something, and then it goes to commercial. Yeah. Like that was how the season ended. What? It was like in the middle of like a final battle with the villain. And it, it, like it's just done. And the season is is just over. Obviously, we, we never got a season two. Never getting a season two. I was just like, oh, my goodness. That's how it ended? See, so, wow. yeah, I think we need to take this as a lesson. And for anybody that's making TV shows, please do not end it on a cliffhanger. If you are not sure you're getting a season two, do not end right. it. On some nonsense, or if, if it's gonna be a cliffhanger, at least make it like something where most of it gets tied up, bro. Like, yo, cause this cliffhanger was crazy, and I wasn't really like mad about it, cause I mean, like I I I, I kind of had a feeling it was gonna be a cliffhanger, because that's just kind of how it is. I mean, people don't make one season of a show and then expect it to just be done, right? But, you know, it was just—it was just crazy. Like I, I was—I was really more surprised that the cliffhanger was that bad than actually seeing a cliffhanger. But yeah, you should—you <laughs> should watch it too, cause—cause it's—it's it's pretty good. And the art style is really good. It's meant to look like Jack Kirby's art. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like, you know, and it's short too, cause it's only—it's only like ten episodes, and you know, they're twenty minutes, so we can knock that out real quick. But yeah, you should you should watch the uh the Silver Surfer cartoon from the 90s on Disney Plus because that oh my goodness, I don't think you'll ever see a cliffhanger that's worse. <laughs> and the show gets canceled. I mean, that was crazy.
1: Hmm. I'm a I'm gonna check it out for sure because I've been I've been looking for for new stuff to watch on um on Disney Plus. And oh. um. So you gotta watch. Uh, did you watch
0: Avengers: Earth Mightiest Heroes? I didn't finish it. It's not. I'm not finishing it, bro. Yeah. See. So, but I don't know how far you are, but like that show is
1: heat. I'm um. uh I I'm on. I forgot what episode I'm on. I I start I start watching like like a couple weeks ago. Um, are you are you like far I, into it or you're only seeing like a few? I'm I'm like I'm pretty far into it. I'm I'm like I'm like by like planet like it was like a, a Planet Hulk episode or whatever, or um, not not Planet Hulk, but like, I think the lead the leader is the is the main antagonist of the episode.
0: Yeah, honestly, I don't remember like at what point i he's seen the <laughs> show. I'm <gonna> be honest, <laughs> I mean, there's so many like that show is kind of more episodic so it's like you know it's it's not like a it's not like how peacemaker is where every episode kind of just leads into another and it's all one arc that show um is kind of just more like every episode is kind of more self-contained i mean there's a few Mm. there's a few arcs that are like two or three episodes but for the most part i think most of most of the stories are resolved in one episode
1: but yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like either, it's either one episode or just two episodes. Yeah. A two episode arc, yeah.
0: Yeah, Peacemaker, Peacemaker ending, you know, was like the opposite. I, I mean, I just went on a long rant about cliffhangers, but mm-hmm. yeah, this was not a cliffhanger. It just, but but it also, it just leaves it open, you know, for a right. season two. But, like I said, if this if this was it, then I'd be fine. Like I, I, I want a season two because it was good. So hopefully it's just more good. But as far as like a narrative, like I, I think this was fine the way it is.
1: Yeah, this was yeah, this was um it was a great story. I, I I don't know like I don't really know like what else they can do to continue this story, you know what I mean?
0: mm-hmm
1: so I, I I'm like I appreciate that the fact that they were able to just fit the whole story into, into just this one thing you know and then um like as far as like a season one I think it was it was super solid like it was a great it was a great season one of uh of, of a new character and honestly I I really can't wait to see like what what other characters like they they decide to bring in now that um uh, now that Peacemaker has been so successful, you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Right, like again, it's just it's just proving that there is a market for these superheroes, whether it's a, exactly. a popular one or an obscure one. I mean, yeah. Since we talk about these finales, I mean, probably the biggest surprise. Was the freaking Justice League appearing? I mean, and now was funny too because they showed up after it was all over.
1: Yo, what's it called? Um, it, it, all right. So you you kind of forget that um, this show is in the DC universe, especially especially with how well it was going on. Um, how well the show was going on earlier on earlier right, on right. in the season, and then um, it was a funny moment where. I'll get back to your Justice League thing in a second, but it was a it was a funny moment when um, Peacemaker's neighbor, which, which who added like a lot a lot of comedic relief to the episode, oh, yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, confronted no, he, people, was yeah. he was hilarious he was hilarious. And he and he asked him he was like, "What happened? Um, why don't you have a quarterly of, of, of supervillains like like Batman, right?" And he was <laughs> like, "Because he was like, because Batman." Uh, all all my villains are, are six feet under. Batman doesn't kill people, <laughs> and then he was like, "Well, if you if you kill people, um, can you even call yourself a hero?" Stuff like that. So it was little, it was little stuff, it was little moments like that that James Gunn sprinkled into the show. Mm-hmm. Um, where where they'll mention somebody from Justice League, and then it'll be funny, or they'll mention somebody um, only the part of DC Universe. And it'll be funny. And then, like you were saying, in the very end, um, they when when they all thought that that the situation was getting too big, they called Amanda Waller and was like, "Can the Justice League um can Justice League help us out?" And then <laughs> um, she was like, "How long can you wait?" And then he was like, "No, we don't have time." And then in the very end, once everything is over, the Justice League shows up. And these niggas like you had to weight. You had suck you gotta suck your weight. Something like <laughs> that. And then it was just so funny the way that like, he just brushed them off. Yeah. I'm um I'm so surprised that th- they showed up too. Like that was that was a big moment. Mm-hmm. Honestly.
0: And I don't know if you noticed, but um Batman and Cyborg
1: weren't there. Yeah, Batman. That- you right. Batman and Cyborg were not were not so in they the had,
0: So they had everybody that was there, but Batman and Cyborg. And I looked it up, um, and I think it was James Gunn who the quote was from, but he said he basically said that he doesn't even know why that they that it got cut because they filmed a version of it with all the members. Um, and I remember mm-hmm. there was like some pictures of Instagram of the uh, of the standing actors wearing the costumes that mm-hmm. went viral. Um, so yeah i mean who knows why they cut it um but yeah they cut batman and the uh, cyborg out of the uh out the uh you know justice league appearance but i mean it was still funny though and because they actually got ezra miller and jason momoa to do the scene and um i think i think that was really cool and and Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller seems like he'll do any scene as The Flash. I mean, he appeared in Suicide Squad for a few seconds. He was in um he was in the Arrowverse. Remember they had that uh that, that little oh, and interaction the Flash. Yeah with him and Grant yeah. Dustin. So he he seems like he's always down for the cameo.
1: Right. Yeah, Ezra Miller, I I can't I can't wait for his movie, man. I'm kinda I'm kind of excited for his movie. I, I know you said like you weren't you weren't as excited, but yeah, I don't don't know. we'll even, see.
0: I, don't even get me started. I'm, <laughs> I'm just, I'm more apprehensive,
1: but, you know, of course, I'm, I'm, gonna watch I'm just, it. I'm just more excited because, so far, the last two installments in DC, uh, being Suicide Squad and Peacemaker, I believe, uh, have been a success so far, and and from what we saw, um, from the trailer in the, in the Super Bowl, uh, I think what's coming up next is. Black Adam, I believe, is it? Well, what's coming up well, next?
0: Freaking Batman comes out tomorrow.
1: Oh yeah, Batman comes out tomorrow. My fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Batman comes out tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. Um. And then <laughs> after that, I think Black Adam was was both kind of look pretty good. So I'm. So I'm kind yeah, of. I'm excited more excited, see, excited like,
0: about Black Adam than the Flash.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm more excited about Black Adam. But I, but I like when characters, when actors are really into their characters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Like I'm, I'm excited about Black Adam because I feel like The Rock is really into, uh, really interested in where the character goes, and I'm starting to feel that way about about um Ezra Miller and the Flash. So that's that's the reason why I'm I'm saying like I'm more excited about it. But yeah, man, that was that was Peacemaker, bro. <laughs> I told you to watch it. I told you it won't. I won't, won't let you down.
0: <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. Yeah, Peacemaker, bro.
1: From episode one, I was like, yeah, this is different. This is gonna be crazy.
0: Yeah, freaking um, Batman's coming out tomorrow. It looked like. We were doing a whole yeah, bunch I'm... of Marvel stuff and Disney. Now we're finally uh, getting into some DC. It's like it's like we did like I think like every single thing we did was about a Marvel or Disney thing. Well, besides Ted Lasso, besides Ted Lasso, right? But and it was like everything was either Marvel or Yeah, it was like everything was Marvel or
1: Disney, which is still the well, same. Well, except company. for Suicide Squad, actually. Actually no no that was that was part of my, even, a joint a joint episode. Well yeah 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 I didn't, yeah yeah. not we get episode the, by itself. Yeah,
0: the twenty twenty one recap we talked about everything so.
1: All right. But yeah. yeah um. Honestly, I, I thought Peacemaker was great. Uh, I'm we're really excited for Batman It comes out tomorrow, so we're probably we're, we're gonna bring that we're gonna bring our review about that to you guys next week. Yeah, next time we're definitely um, talking about the Batman. Yeah. So stay tuned. Um, what's it called? Oh, follow us. Uh, make sure you guys tap into the, all the social media too, guys, please. Um, on Instagram and on Twitter at Film Jet Pod. Um, uh, DM us with any of your questions or any of your requests of what you want to see. Definitely. And um, yeah, and, and, Interact with us, cause we got we got a lot of cool stuff that um, we post daily to keep you guys keep you guys entertained. Like a lot of cool, like behind the scenes uh, footage that we see or like um, cool shots from from movies uh, that we like and everything. So if you guys have anything or have anything cool that you wanted to post, like send it to us. You know what, you know what I mean. We um, we love to see it. Definitely, definitely comment. Talk some trash, tell us
0: how great we are, tell us how right. bad we are. <laughs> right. You know, tell us, tell us our opinions are terrible. <laughs> um, but, you know, tell us something. Tell us something. Tell us what you want us to talk about. Like you said, Instagram, Twitter, at filmjetpods. The same at name for both social medias. Um, we post daily. Um yeah, that's really it, man. Hit us up. We love Peacemaker. Hopefully, I love <laughs> Batman as much as Peacemaker. If right, we hopefully. get if if we get like a trilogy of DC hitting Suicide yeah. Squad, then Peacemaker, then Batman. Oh my goodness.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 gonna be I'm gonna be excited to see where it goes. Mm-hmm.
0: Because I'm tired of all these people saying Marvel's better. This yeah. and that. DC
1: sucks. DC got potential, but if you if you if you want to know if you want to know how much potential DC got, then all 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 I'll say is just tap in with the animated series that they got on HBO Max, because they have they have all the animated uh, movies and shows that you need to know about about what's going on in DC on HBO. Definitely.
0: Oh, and definitely before I watch before I go see the Batman. I'm definitely gonna watch Batman Year One to prepare. Oh yeah. Cause that that that, that one's that still too. that one's did you see that? No, not yet. Actually. Oh my goodness. That's that's one of that's one of the best DC animated movies. Really? And it's short too. Yeah, it's only an hour long, I think. But yeah. Okay. Like it's still it's still one of my favorites. Um yeah, maybe we could talk a little bit about that too.
1: All right, word. All right, man. Yeah, that's really well, it. Yeah, we're gonna be back. We're gonna be back for you guys like next week. Talk about Batman. So, we'll see y'all then. Yes, Stay sir. Tuned.